This is episode 153 of the Focused Mindset Podcast. Today, I'm compelled to talk to you from my heart about the takeaways that I had after attending an impromptu birthday celebration for somebody that I truly respect. I can't wait to tell you this story. And without any further ado, let's get into this episode. Welcome to the Focused Mindset Podcast. This is the one and only podcast where you can figure out how to sort out your life using the solution-focused approach. You may have heard about it in counseling, but guess what? You can have a mindset that's full of solutions rather than filled up with all of the problems that try and overwhelm us. I'm Cher Kretz. I am a solution-focused life coach and I'm a school counselor. Here, we discuss how you can be the best version of yourself in your home and with the people you love. Jump over to my website, thefocusedmindset.com to learn more about our products and services. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you showed up for this surprise episode. I had to talk to you. I was in contact today with one of my mentors, one of the people that has made one of the biggest impacts on my life. Do you have anybody like that in your life that when you think about them, you know that your life was different the day that they entered your life and it's never been the same since. In this case, it's somebody that entered my life completely unexpectedly and it's made a difference to me and I want to honor that person today. It's that person's birthday today, and that person is Karen, my fitness instructor. For me, most of my adult life, I didn't work out. I wasn't involved in sports when I was in high school. I was involved in the choir. (laughs) Even into my uh, adult life, I just didn't see value in it. I found lots of excuses as to why I didn't put any energy into my personal uh, nutrition But something inside of me knew that that was off, that I needed to put some energy into it. So one year after a really rough year with my family, where my husband and I, we were struggling, Uh, we were just going through such a hard time. And I knew that I needed to take control of something in my life. I could, there was a lot of things that I felt like were completely out of my control at that time. But one thing I could control is the food I ate and how much I moved my body. And I made a decision to say, for just a year, I'm going to see what it's like for the other people that work out and eat healthy and do things like run and do things like put on a separate outfit to go and spend time working out. Now, these are things that were all foreign to me, even eating vegetables to be totally honest, was a foreign concept to me at that time. I decided to spend a year just trying to work out. I didn't put any expectation on myself. I didn't even believe that it was something that I would enjoy, but I felt the need to do it. The first time I walked into the gym, I actually didn't walk in. I drove in the parking lot and drove right back out because I was so intimidated by all the people going in. And then slowly but surely, I started a solitary journey of getting healthy. 
I started getting a YouTube university on what food I might eat. I didn't even know what a clean diet was really. I had maybe a couple of people in my life at that time that I could talk to about it. But besides that, it was a very solitary journey. And I would read how to do the weight equipment and try to do a little bit of lifting because I knew that muscle tone was important. I started learning about how important that was. And, um, and I, well, of course I started with cardio, but I think everyone that starts their fitness journey says, oh, I just must need to do a lot of cardio, which is important. But I quickly learned that muscle tone is the thing. <laughs> anyway, it was a huge change in my life, but it didn't take long to realize that I loved how I felt. I loved the results and I kept on. And one day my sister was working out with me and she said, you know, something you'd really enjoy, I bet you, is the cycling class. I decided to go to a random cycling class that was at my gym and it was Karen that was leading it. I was nervous. I was inexperienced. I honestly had no clue what I was doing. And I asked Karen to help me with how to adjust to the seat. And she happily did that and told me a few pointers. And I realized as we started the class that she kept her eye on me. And she would say little things like, if you're new, don't go above this level or a little bit of training, I guess you could say. That was one of the toughest classes that I've ever taken in my life. But it was invigorating. I loved it. I felt like I couldn't get enough. I thought cycling is the thing. And then I tried another instructor and I realized maybe cycling isn't my thing. Maybe I'm really being motivated by this person who I, I began to look up to. I mean, Karen just has this way of speaking into your life as she is uh, instructing you. I don't know how she does it, but you feel as though she's talking directly to you and she's motivating, yet she's firm. Uh, she goes longer and a little bit harder than you think you can go, but she always says you can do it, keep going, and um, it's motivating. Well, one day I decided to try a Saturday class and I was hooked. She has an, had an amazing cardio workout and lifting weights and the whole deal on Saturday morning. I'm thinking, what am I doing waking up at 8 a.m.? Have you ever been through that? You're like, what is happening right now? Well, that was me. And I wasn't alone. This class was packed. As a matter of fact, you had to get there at 8, even though it started at 8.30, or you wouldn't even get a spot. This is the type of thing that I knew I needed. I needed a coach. I needed someone to push me. And Karen gave me that. She didn't know. She didn't realize that I was depending on her each week and that I would think about the words she said and how she said it. She didn't know that when I was working out at home that I would think about what she said to help motivate me. But she was a huge motivation in my journey to get healthy, my journey to take care of myself. And like I said, I was going through a really rough time. So unbeknownst to her, she was a rock in my life. As time went on, we got closer and closer to our dreaded 2020 COVID shutdown. And I was in a class with Karen the week before we all shut down. 
And what's interesting is she was telling us that, hey, guys, I'm not going to be here next week because I'm going to New York for a holiday. And I'm going away with my man, and it's going to be so fun, and so you're not going to see me. Well, that next week was the week that we shut down. And so not only were all the gyms shut down, but my mind is thinking, Karen is in New York. Now, any of you that were in New York at this time, you know that the shutdown was crazy. And you know more than I do about all of the images that were put out all over our news about what was going on in New York and how the death toll was high and the hospitals were so crowded. That was happening here in California as well. But my mind continued to think about the fact that Karen went and visited New York. I thought, is she safe? Is she okay? I didn't know her last name. I didn't know how to get a hold of her. She was a fitness instructor. That's that's all that she was in my life. To me, she was more. But I was worried about her. I have to be honest. And I started praying for her. Whenever I thought about the safety of others, I would also pray for her safety as well, not knowing what in the world ever happened. Months flew by and we were all at home together, weren't we? Oh, yes. It was just grand. (laughs) I was very fortunate that that Christmas right before we had decided to buy some fitness equipment and put it in our garage. So everything was topsy-turvy at that time. And I knew that I needed to continue with my fitness journey. And as we moved forward, finally, the gyms, uh, the gym was going to open up in our area. And it was kind of like a teaser. The gym opened up for, I, I I don't remember, I think it was like four weeks or something. It was maybe even less. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to look and see what's going on. And I could not believe it. I saw that Karen was teaching a class. And I was like, oh my gosh. First of all, my thought was, she's safe. She didn't, she didn't pass away in New York. Yay. But at the same point, I was like, I'm going to that class. I don't care if I have to wear a mask. I don't care if we're shutting down afterwards. I'm going. And I showed up. I think there was maybe five other people there. And she just gave the most amazing workout. I felt like I was living in heaven for just a minute, just working out. And I thought while I was working out, I've got to get the courage up to talk to her afterwards. It took a lot of courage. And I thought, oh, I've got to do it. I've got to do it. And I thought, no, 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 I'm going to leave. And then I talked myself into it again. No, 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 I'm going to do it. (laughs) I know that I'm not alone in this, right? You've done this before where you've spent all of this time talking you into something that isn't even that big of a deal, but it is to you. Yeah, that was me. Finally, I said, yes, I am going to talk to Karen. And I walked over and I said, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you since before the pandemic. And we started chit-chatting and she ended up telling me the entire story about how, as a matter of fact, she was in New York the very day that they shut down. It was such a surreal moment as her and her man walk through the streets and everyone is just panicking, basically. So she was safe back at home. And she had a, a story of a lifetime for being in the streets of New York on vacation. Like many of us have a story of that shutdown day. Well, now that we're back, I said, I miss working out so much. I work out as much as I can. And she said, you know what? Just a few of us meet at my house if you'd like to work out with us. And I said, I'd love to. 
And she said, well, get, let me give you my number. And if you think about it, and if you want to, you can come over to my house. Maybe I'll talk to the other group about it, see if they're okay with it. And maybe you can do that. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I was like, it's like that first date situation. Like, do I text her right back and say yes? Or do I wait a day? Or, you know, what's, what's the appropriate time that I need to wait before I text Karen back and say, yes, I will show up and work out at your house. Absolutely. So I don't know how long I waited, but I texted her back and said, yes, I'm interested. It wasn't too much longer that she said, I talked to the group. They were fine with adding another person and feel free to come to my house at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. This is during pandemic time. We could chill and wake up and roll over and turn on a Zoom and we were at work. And I thought, this is an opportunity. It's not a 5 a.m. Oh, poor me. I'm waking up at five. This is an opportunity that has been dropped in my lap to do something different, to discipline myself, to show up in a brand new way, not only to take my fitness to a new level, but take my mental strength to a new level, possibly my business to a new level. I felt it in my heart. So I told my husband, I'm waking up. I'm waking up at 5 a.m. Actually, if you think about it, I'm waking up at 4 a.m. because I had to drive there and everything. Thank goodness we've had healing in our marriage and time in counseling and time to bond together. And he wasn't working out though yet. He, uh, he is now, if you can believe it. Him and I have, we actually work out together. Um, little backstory on that. He used to work out all the time when I didn't. And then I worked out. And then as we began to uh, get our life to a place it needed to be during the pandemic, uh, he decided to start working out. So uh, it's pretty cool how that all works together sometimes in your life when you just move forward with what you want to do. And what I wanted to do was wake up at five in the morning and show up at Karen's house and work out. Uh, I think my husband said something like, please try not to wake me up. And are you sure you want to do this? But he was encouraging. He was always all for me working out, even before he got as committed as he is now. So I would tiptoe out of bed in the dark, whether it was cold or whether it was warm. And I drove over and I began going to these classes. I think there was like five or six on a, on a certain any given day, there may be even two or three people working out. I even remember a time when we took our weights and worked out under her little uh, porch because it was raining. And uh, now, nah, yeah, we worked out. It didn't matter, rain or shine. Sometimes it got quite windy and the sun would rise as we were working out and the warm sun would begin to beat down and you could see the sky changing colors. It was beautiful. It was, it was something I began looking forward to. It was something that I started realizing this waking up early thing. There's something about it. It was right about that time that I found a miracle morning with Hal Elrod and, and I began to train myself on the importance of waking up early and developing habits that matter and developing a habit of having positive affirmations 
and reading scripture and just waking up for me, basically, rather than waking up at the very last minute for my kids and for my work that's coming up and all of the responsibilities of the world on your shoulders. Sometimes it seems like I'm waking up for me. And it was amazing. And not only that, but I had Karen as basically my personal fitness instructor. I I felt like I had won the lottery. And it was an amazing time. We worked out in the morning, clear until the gyms opened up. And when we knew that the gyms were going to remain open, I remember when Karen decided that she was going to stop having her workout sessions at her house. And we were all a little bit sad. It was like the end of something that was so uniquely special that none of us could even put our finger on it. It helped each and every one of us in such a unique and special way that we knew we would never be the same. We knew we would always remember walking in the dark up to her back gate and taking our mats and our weights and her blasting her music where I'm sure that her neighbors were thinking, oh my goodness gracious, what is going on there? And it was over. But our time together was certainly not over. We began to work out in the gym. And you know, I thought waking up in the morning is great. And I started working out in the morning at the gym. Ever since then, those same group of people are my friends. And there's been some other friends that I met um, right when we came back from the big pandemic where they started back up, you know, like everyone else did, jump in there, start working out. And they became my friends. Some of them knew each other from the before the pandemic. Some of them, we just got to know each other then. It's unbelievably motivating to have a group of people that care about you, just even for that small slice of time. Some of them I've had long conversations with. Some of them are listeners to this podcast. Thank you for listening and supporting me. We support each other. And the mental camaraderie, if you will, and the strength of having people together in the same place for a common cause has been as wonderful as watching me be able to uh, continue with my health and fitness journey, which is equally as important. Karen has never failed to remain positive and give us encouragement to be firm. She even would, for a period of time, send regular texts to say, wake up, don't be lazy, you're doing this for yourself. I don't think she ever actually used the words, don't get lazy, but that's what I heard. Don't be lazy. She would say, you are waking up for yourself. You're waking up because it's the right thing to do. Put your fitness first. Let's go. Sometimes she would include the weights that we're going to have. And it's just, it became something where you knew that this person cares. This person cares about her journey. Now, in the times I've been able to talk to her, she told me straight up, she says, I am so excited about health and fitness. It's the thing that just makes me so energized and excited. And, and if you get her talking about it, let me tell you, she's going to tell you about how the muscles work and why they all work together and 
And it, it doesn't matter if she's talking about the lower body, upper body, how to do a exercise right, whether she's talking about eating, whether she's talking about staying motivated, there is a fire in her. It's just, it's, it spreads, it's infectious. And I thought, wow, she's just giving so much. This is not just a job for this person. This is not only just a lifestyle to this person. This is something that's a service that she gives. Now, one thing that I've also learned from Karen is to make a difference where you're at. Karen's the type of person where she doesn't have a YouTube. She doesn't have a huge social following. She doesn't even like pictures being taken of her or, you know, she's even uncomfortable doing any type of Zoom thing. I even brought it up when we were meeting together. You should do this on Zoom. No, she never felt comfortable with that. And it's because it's not the reason she does it. She makes a difference in the room she's in. And she pours her heart out to the people that have been surrounded around her. It's like she makes a difference in her space in her world that she's been dropped in. And I think that's a lesson that we can all take with us. You could think about that in a whole new way in your life. Where have you been dropped? What skills do you have that you can just pour out to other people? How can you give in a brand new way? The person that you are is enough to make a difference in the place that you are in right now now. Because there are people that need to be inspired by the words that you say and the person that you are and the things that motivate you. Maybe it's not health and fitness. Maybe it's cooking. Maybe it's a special word of advice. Maybe it's a verse that you want to share. It's okay to look for those opportunities to be authentically you and to give and to share because you can make a difference in somebody's life like you never, ever imagined, like you never even dreamed. I did a whole podcast about the day that Karen came and told me, you know, you really are good at working out. One sentence, she chose to say it. She didn't have to say it. But the day she said that, it was like a foreign words to me, like what? good at working out. I'm clumsy. I can't run. I've never worked out. I literally would tell myself, I'm really bad at this, but I'm doing it anyway. That was my internal dialogue up to that point. And her words of boldness and encouragement into my life gave me a paradigm shift where I said, no, I'm going to change my internal dialogue. I'm going to tell myself, you know what? You are good at working out. And I'm going to say that every day. And now come to find out, I think I am pretty good at working out. That empowered me. And I have leveled up my working out. Now I have better form. I am able to help others if they need it and give them some advice, not out of a place of just, you know, oh yeah, now I'm going to share all my knowledge. It's just, I'm going to be willing to give back because Karen gave into my life. And I think that you have a place in your life where you need to be okay with making a difference in the space that you're in because you're the one that's there to do it. No one else is going to make the difference that you're going to make. No one else is going to share the things that you're going to share. So do it. Stand up and live your purpose. Live 
in the life that you were meant to live in its fullest, knowing that when you live in your truth, doing the things that you are motivated to do, it's going to make a difference. It's going to make a difference in this world. I guarantee you that Karen will never know the full reach of what her fitness journey has been able to make a difference in people's lives. She'll never know the full reach because it was almost what I feel like is either uh, by fluke or by infinite design that we even came together and were able to talk and now have a relationship that's more on a personal level. But even in that, there's people that show up and listen to her and are changed There's people that will show up and listen to you and be changed. So as each one of us go out into the spaces that we have, whether it be our garden, our schools, the parks we go to, the place we go to work out, whether it be our church, our family, or even our kitchen table, know that you're there for a reason. You're there to make an impact. And you know what? When you make an impact, it's going to change you as well. I said today is Karen's birthday. And even though she was, uh, she would never want us to, we surprised her. And right before our workout started, we brought in a big old happy birthday banner and sang happy birthday to her. And she was jokingly saying, Oh, you guys are going to get a workout now I'm going to get you back. And then later on that day, she sent some words that just what actually was a thing that inspired me to do this very podcast. She says, thank you. Thank you. You guys have enriched my life in so many ways. You've taught me so many lessons and been an example of tenacity, strength, patience, determination, and acceptance. And most of all of love. What? I had to read that again. You have taught me? What do you mean you have taught me? What do you mean I? I haven't taught her anything, have I? But look, she said thank you for the birthday, but she said that I have made an impact on her life and the people have made a difference in her life. Why is that? It's because when we give of our talents and we give into other people, we also get back in return. When we give from an unselfish heart, living our purpose, what happens is we're blessed. We have the blessing of seeing other people grow, seeing them flourish, seeing them in their vulnerable states, in their highs and lows and You know, she's seen me when I was trying to fit into a dress to be in a wedding and other times when I was like, ugh, I'm feel like I'm addicted to sugar again, whatever stage. And as I read that text, I thought, my goodness, she's been able to get just as much from the relationships that she's gained by her own giving as we have from her. 
So remember that when you live your purpose and you give into the lives of the people around you, it might be your kids, it might be your spouse, it might be somebody you barely know, a coworker, a friend, somebody you work out with, you are going to be blessed as well. You're going to give and you're going to receive. And that's what the human interaction is all about. That's what it is all about is us being our full and complete selves, honoring who we are, and then also receiving back from the people in our lives. I wonder if you could reevaluate the space that you're in and how you can make an impact and where you get your energy from and lean into that today. I don't really have another purpose for this podcast, except for that that message is on my heart. So I had to take my lunch break to share it. I hope it finds you exactly where you need to be so you can move forward with your life. It's really the thing is that we, we want to be the best version of ourselves. As we've talked about solution-focused strategies, it's basically just believing in ourselves and others in a whole new way and asking more questions and being curious and caring, really, if you boil it down. And in your journey to move forward in your life and be your best self, I hope that you find a way to shine. Let's be in that journey together until we meet again. I know that you're going to do amazing things. Lean into your life. Lean into your values. And until next time, live solution-focused and take care. Before you go, don't forget to check the show notes where I'm going to leave the links to my social media and the different places you can find me. And I want to invite you to be a part of my email community. It's absolutely free. And this year I'm doing so much writing and so much reflecting, and I want to send things directly to you. I send the special notes to my email community and you can email me right back. You have a direct line to ask me questions without any barriers of a website or anything. Check the show notes for that link or go to thefocusedmindset.com. And if you click on getting the journal prompts, you also automatically are able to be a part of my community. And if you're interested in supporting this program, there's three ways to do it. One, make sure you're following this program so it comes up as one of your favorites. Two, share it either on your social media or with someone you love straight to their email. And the third is to leave a review. And I love reading those. By supporting this program, we're helping people be solution-focused. See you next week.